0: guys what's happening how goes it how are you and all of that jazz i love it that there is the classic all that jazz from chicago and then we have more of that jazz by queen actually specifically by roger taylor in queen and that is a hard rocking song Which has some interesting historical stuff to it, actually, and I'll get into that later. It is not a queen deep dive day. No. (laughs) And we're nowhere near that album. That is from the jazz album from 1978. No, today, I wanted to talk about reputation. I know, that's a little bit different, right? Usually I'm focusing on something that's positive, empowering, or... Educational. Well, this is educational, I hope. But really, I was inspired to talk about this after a company that I love, and I've worked with them for years now, posed this question. Do you know who you really are? On social media. And I've thought about this for a long time because this is part of my focus with what I do professionally. I think about this on a personal level. I think about this with my accounts, with my music, with everything that I'm sharing. Who am I? And have you thought about it? Who are you? Do you care? I know. I know a lot of people, when you use social media you're not using it for a goal. You're just essentially using it as a means to connect or share parts of your life to the people that matter most. At least that's how it started. And somehow it became this big popularity contest that never seems to end. And it almost seems like we're competing with ourselves, not with anybody else. You know, maybe we're inspired or envious of other people, but we're not really competing against anybody else but ourselves. It's the same old thing. And I wanted to dig into the human psyche part of this because it's deep, it's broad, it's expansive. There's a lot of facets that go into this with social media and online reputation. And so where in the world do we start? There's a million places to go with this. First of all, knowing yourself. Do you actually know who you really are? And to expand on that, do you know how awesome you really are? I know that you have a perception of yourself. We all do. But it's not the same thing anybody else sees or knows. Anybody else. There is no way that we can possibly understand what we really are, who we really are on a broad level because we're so in the nitty gritty every single day of staring at our face in the mirror and picking ourselves apart oh gosh, I'm so ugly. My nose is too big. My hair is too greasy. I'm too short. I wish my legs were longer. By the way, those are all things that I think about myself and have for a very long time. The hair is better than it was. (laughs) When I was a teenager, okay, here's the thing. I was like grease bucket of hair. I had zits before anybody else did and my nose grew before anything else on my face. I had huge glasses. I had braces. I was the ultimate geek. Okay. One of these days, I will share a picture. I will share the picture. I like to call it the incident because it is the worst middle school picture ever. I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. But yes, I have been very critical of myself ever since then. And before then, and I still am. And I think we're all like that. We all have these insecurities. We all have these things that we don't like about ourselves. And nobody else seems to notice but us. And so we're constantly focused on presenting what we deem the best parts of ourselves. And this translates right into social media. I mean, I could blame social media for this obsession with... Streamlining and photoshopping ourselves, but we've been doing this in one way or another from the dawn of time. You know, we've been trying to photoshop <laughs> better ourselves. I mean, makeup is one of those things, and certain types of styles of clothes are another one of those things. We're always trying to emphasize the best parts of ourselves. And social media is another facet of that. But I'm going off on a tangent, but the bottom line is, do you really know yourself or do you have a good grasp of who you are? And I suppose that's a bit of a challenge, but have you really thought about it? Do you know where you stand on core values and opinions? Do you know, do you know what you contribute to the world? Do you know how awesome you are? Because it's easy for us to miss that about ourselves. It's easier for us to forget how beautiful we are and the talents that we have, God-given things even, the skills that we acquire over the course of our lives, the the people that we touch, the things that we do. You know, all of these things in our life seem so mundane. We do them every day, we see ourselves every day. It's just us, right? It's just us. It's just me. I'm always amazed when someone tells me that they just want to hang out or spend time with me or whatever, because I'm like, it's just me. It's not that awesome, is it? But really, you are. That's why you're so great. Seriously. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm being real here. You guys all have something that makes you unique. You are never going to come onto this planet again, just as you are. Isn't that amazing? Think about that. Just think about that. Out of billions of people, there's no one else like you. I mean, yeah, there's fleeting moments where you think the same thing someone else does at the same time. There might be someone out there who's essentially your identical twin. You know, there's been there's been instances where people have come across someone who looks just like them, almost to a T, but there's something about you that makes you entirely distinctive. I love it. I love it. And we forget about those things as we obsess about making ourselves these perfect things. So once you understand what you possess in your uniqueness? Do you know how to present yourself to the world? If you're going to be online, whether it's social media or a website or a blog or whatever, are you happy with the way you're presenting yourself or or have you even thought about that? Again, you might just be using social media to connect with your family, your friends, but I guarantee you there is a tone to your content that you may not even be aware of. And I know this because people will go on about certain things and I don't think they realize they're making themselves out to be something that they're not. Because I know said person or I know said people, right? Some of these people, I know them very well. But I'm like, this isn't you. Like, I don't get this vibe when I talk to you in person or I'm around you in person. I, I, I don't feel this. Where is this coming from? And yes, we have facets, right? And sometimes, a lot of times, oh my gosh, it is so easy to feel empowered behind a keyboard, isn't it? Raise your hand, please. Yes. It is so easy to feel like you can say anything behind the keyboard and nobody's going to come at you. Well, sometimes nobody's going to come at you. It's harder and harder to do that now because saying anything will provoke a lot from a lot of people and we all feel empowered to say something. So we forget about the human on the other side. And I'll talk about that in more depth in another episode, but you're setting a tone and what is that tone like, right? What is it that you're saying and how is it building your reputation? Because you have one. Whether or not you know it, you have an online reputation. So understanding what you've been saying, what you've been sharing, it paints a picture of you. And if you're going to be out there online, isn't it good to know what that picture is and somehow shape it? Yes, what I'm saying is very company-oriented, brand-oriented. It's much more about a professional approach, but that doesn't mean you can't be aware of these things in your personal life. You can be strategic and creative with what you share to shape this reputation into what you want to share with the world, right? Because if there's certain elements of your life that you'd rather keep to yourself, you should be conscious of those things and careful about those things. So get out there and share the things that you love. This is what I do. This is why I share what I do on social media. But how far is too far, right? At what point is your online self reflecting a skewed, distorted reality of what you truly are? That is the question of how much are you carefully sharing and picking content to the point where You're isolating certain elements of your life and you're painting an incomplete picture that's all black and white and no shades of gray. Maybe it's impossible not to do that. Maybe it's impossible to be completely authentic and honest and complete on social media because there's always going to be elements of things that we don't want to share. And maybe that's a good thing that we don't share certain things. But again, it comes at a sacrifice of you're not really being your real authentic self. People will only get what you give them. And that's not just social media. That's, that's with everything in life. People only get what you're willing to share and give out. You know, people have told me, because when I was younger, I used to be a little bit hesitant and too inside myself. They'd tell me, give yourself away. My husband said that to me a lot. Give yourself away. You know, don't, don't. Ignore people or shun people because you're afraid of maybe saying something strange or not being eloquent in a response. That used to be me. I was so antisocial, but not because I was stuck up or it wasn't anything like that. There was no superiority. In fact, I, I felt inferior to many people and I still do. But I've got better at putting my opinions out there, speaking up, sharing a thought. Because my whole thing is, first of all, I'm good at quotes. I know, a, I know a lot of movies. I know a lot of songs. I routinely quote lyrics all the time when people are speaking. And that's kind of my thing. So now I've become kind of this song lyrics quoter person. And it's fun. It's, it's a part of my personality. So I put that out there sometimes. And I do that with what I share on social media. There was a period of time on Instagram where I was sharing an image and then a song lyric that went right along with it. So that was kind of a theme that I did for a while and it worked. That was something that helped me come out of my shell, but I still don't give everything away because privacy. That's the next element here. How much is too much? At what point is oversharing a problem and should you be concerned? I've read and heard and watched so many things about this the last few years and I've been thinking about it forever. Privacy is the gold. It's like this, I shouldn't say gold. It's it's like a rare, I don't want to say diamond either because diamonds really aren't that rare. (laughs) That is a common misconception, by the way. Privacy is rare. It really is online these days. It's difficult to get it. It's really difficult to find it. And it's almost impossible to keep it because you have to give out information to be connected to anything. You have to be willing to give away very personal pieces of information, your email address, your phone number, your address, just to sign up for something. Isn't that wrong? Doesn't that strike you as really, really wrong? I have actually, over the last six months or so, gone on this little journey to distance myself from certain parts of the internet because I do not like the idea of my stuff being out there. This is just a personal decision. It's not like I I have this doomsday mindset of, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, I just don't like the idea of all of my stuff being out there and just randomly shared. And it just, it really bothers me. So I've distanced myself from a lot of those things. But longer than that, I've been very careful about what I share on any social media channel. And I want to go into this a little bit deeper here. When I first started using Facebook, I used to overshare. Oh my gosh, it was totally TMI. You guys, I I wasn't sharing publicly, but I was sharing to all of my connections multiple things throughout the day that meant nothing. But I couldn't help myself because everybody else was doing it. Oh my gosh, I just had coffee. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Sitting at the front desk. Awesome. You know, it's just stuff like that. Absolutely ridiculous. Nobody needs to know. Does anybody care? You know, it was just conversation starters and really it was empty words. So not long after I was doing that, I stopped and I backed way off all that stuff. And all I share on social media is my music, my podcasts, my love for other music, queen, of course, my love for drawing, running. All of those things that I love that are inspiring or hopefully educational, creative, that sort of thing. I will share those. I will share those. I'll share that stuff forever because it's part of a community. It's part of creation. It's part of expression. That's a part of me I'm not afraid to put out there. Yes, it makes me feel kind of emotionally naked, but that's the whole point is I'm bearing a part of me that is very it's very buried and it's very guarded, but I'm putting it out there because I want people to understand that they're not alone, that they can, they can relate to something that if they've gone through something with an autoimmune disease like I have, I'm right there with you. That's the kind of stuff that matters to me. So I'm willing to put my private experiences with those elements of my life out there. But when it comes to my family, my closest friends, it, it, certain locations of where I am, that sort of thing, I will never put that out there. A lot of people ask me, well, Charlie, why don't you share pictures of more people in your life? It's like, well, I let's, let's go through it like this. There is a, a woman that I follow on YouTube. She's fantastic. She's actually a makeup artist. But she started an additional channel just to speak about deeper elements of life because people liked listening to her talk. And she went into this great episode, which was kind of controversial because of her opinions, and she's not afraid to say them very confidently. Her opinions about people sharing photos of their kids on social media publicly in some cases. And her stance is by and large, it is wrong. It is dangerous. It's likely going to offend when the kids are older and it's an embarrassment. And I kind of agree with her. I have that same stance when it comes to the closest people in my life. I don't have any children. If I did, I probably would be one of those parents that would not share anything about them on social because again, my social media is about what I'm doing a lot of times in a professional manner which I, I would call my own music a professional thing because it is actually a business in my life. Or the things that are motivational, like the running or the autoimmune disease fight stuff, that sort of thing. The personal elements of my life, the ins and outs of my day, where I go for lunch, dinner, breakfast with my husband, that sort of thing. I would never talk about those things because it's private, it's personal. And just like people who are out there in a much bigger capacity as celebrities and such that don't say things about their life, you know, they want stuff to remain private too. And they don't have the same luxury. They don't have the same privilege of keeping those things in the dark. So not everybody knows about it. But if you have the chance, why wouldn't you keep that to yourself? And I don't know if this goes back to people wanting to be noticed in some circumstances. Maybe they just want to share it and connect with as many people as they can, say, hey. But honestly, are you aware of the audience of people that could potentially see this thing? If you're not, you might wanna think about that. I'm just saying. Everybody's thought, everybody's strategy around that kind of stuff is gonna be very different. But I think it's worth considering exactly who and what and where all of these things that you're sharing is actually going to be visible. I think there is reason to be concerned about that kind of stuff. There's been so many talks the last few years about privacy, especially on platforms that are absolutely ginormous like Facebook. Where's my information going? Who has access to it? What can they see? I mean, honestly, our stuff is stored everywhere, somewhere in some big black hole of the internet it's really, really scary. And I think it's important to consider that kind of stuff when you're putting together these thoughts of what you want to share and and how you want to share it and where. Beyond all of that, what are you taking in? The power of online reputation isn't just in your own channels. It's everywhere. The accounts we follow inspire, motivate, and influence us. This is both awesome and frightening? Are you narrowly focused on certain channels that limit your scope of understanding or communicating? This is a big deal, especially right now as we're so polarized in so many ways. Are you opening up your mind and your thoughts to things that are outside your comfort zone? I know a lot of people who get information from one and only one place, and it's not even a reliable place. It's all hearsay. It's all conjecture. There's no proof of fact with it. I am skeptical by nature. I question everything. I take everything with a grain of salt and everything on the internet is no exception. The internet is a scary place. Anybody can claim anything and it could easily be perceived as fact and quickly spread like wildfire. We have seen this happen so many times. Things have been debunked so many times. It's exhausting, So I just, I urge you to get out of your comfort zone when it comes to where you get your information from and take things in a little bit. Do some research, find out who's talking about what. We know there's so much influence and money behind certain things that there's, oh my gosh, there's such a loss of trust. You guys, trust is everything. I am so less likely to trust anybody anymore and I was already slow to trust any one person on the planet let alone a company or an organization. The power of the internet at large is crazy. It's dangerous. People can and will take advantage of its reach and the influence there. Are you taking it with a grain of salt? Are you educating yourself as best you can from credible resources and multiple resources? Are you absorbing things in a healthy way? Uh, I digress, I think, but Really, this is why my reliance is on something else, the man upstairs. That is what I believe in. That is the ultimate. He is over everything else on this planet at the end of the day. So when I hear something that disturbs me on a very deep level, on a human level, something about the world, something about the, the planet, something about the city, the country, whatever it is, something about a person, if I can't find my footing, in any one human-generated place, I look up. I just look up. I have to because I don't have anything to stand on sometimes. And I can't believe I'm talking about God as I talk about social media, but really. And the thing is, you guys, there is so much written out there that's skewed and distorted about God too. I'm sure you're aware of that too. There's so much out there that is incorrect when it comes to scripture and what's right and what's real, sometimes you just got to go straight to the source, the good book. And I forget about that. I need to get back into reading more because I used to be better at that. And I fall short every single day. I've said that a number of times the last few years that I fall short. And I don't know if people understand what, what I mean, but what I mean is I fall short of The expectations that are upon me, that I took upon myself when I said, I believe in the man upstairs. But that is my little thing about my spirituality, which I don't talk about a lot on social media, but I do like to touch on it sometimes, which is why I'm talking about it here. But this got really, really deep. And really, at the end of all this, what it gets down to, this online reputation and the responsibility, the power of it is know yourself know what you're sharing and how you're sharing things. Stay true, stay gold to yourself and be very, very aware of the tone you set. Don't try to be something you're not. I see so many people, especially younger people, putting on this face that's not real. And yes, we all do this. We all do this our entire lives. We all try to be this type of person that we think we're supposed to be. And sometimes we take that to extremes and it's not healthy. It's not good. It's not real. It's not genuine. It's not authentic. The most power you have is in being your true self and sticking to what that is. And I know you might still be sitting there going, Charlie, I have no idea what I am. I don't know what I'm about. You'll figure it out. Seek, read. You will build opinions and feelings and thoughts around things. As you observe, don't stay inside your own world. It's, it's really, in my mind, in my world, it's, it's pretty crazy. I got to get outside it sometimes to understand what else is going on. And that helps me gauge what I'm doing on social media and the kind of positive influence that could have. The power of your online reputation is massive. I know you might think, I'm just one person, but if you have several hundred connections on any account and if you have multiple accounts, there's a lot of people that could be seeing what you're sharing. It's a big deal. Don't throw stuff out there just for the sake of doing it. I mean, maybe sometimes it's fun, but having a purpose, having a goal that's positive to spread something good, mm, it feels good. So who are you on social media? Who are you online? figure it out. All right. I'll be back next time. I think it'll be another queen deep dive time, but in the meantime, please take care of yourselves. Find something that's fantastic and positive and fabulous to share. I'll be back until next time. You guys know it. Keep yourselves alive and rock out to some music. Go find something you love. Find me somebody to love. Find. <laughs> I told you, song lyrics, queen on the brain. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm out.